On this episode of This Is Game Boy, this is what it sounds like when bots cry. Hello, everyone. Uh, live episode. So, if you're watching this live, hello, RGO chat. Hello, everyone. Uh, if you are listening to this later on via YouTube or SoundCloud, uh, hello to you all as well. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm E Blooded Candy, and with me, as always, for the bigger episodes is Bulla. Hello, dear. Oh, you even waved. Look at you. Pleasing yeah. the crowd. Pleasing the crowd. <laughs> um pretty somewhat busy ish month or so you know we had the archie love we had your light episode i guess came out um yes we did mega man 2 yeah 2 last episode Mm -hmm. so um just been a bit busy honestly so that, and it's very, you can tell by the notes that it's been pretty busy. So <laughs> starting with you, Mo, what have you been up to? Yeah, I'm, I'm just continuing the trend from like <laughs> a lot of episodes lately uh, when we come to this part. Like, I haven't been doing much. Uh, also, my apologies, apologies if I look and sound exhausted, depending on if you're just listening or if you're watching. Like, I had a week. Um, it was a good week. Don't get me wrong, but wow, I'm like, I'm like exhausted at this point. So, um, and then last night I didn't sleep because I drank maybe a little bit too much. (laughs) That that usually doesn't result in a, in good sleep. Uh, so hopefully I can just get eight hours, uh, this night and and then I'll be completely fine again. So, um, so yeah, maybe I will drift off sometimes. <laughs> Just wake me up when if I do. Really, my apologies I, for. I, I fell asleep on stream last night, so I mean. Oh yeah. Worse okay. than that. <laughs> no, I don't think it will come to that. But I'm. I might take some time to uh, even more time than usual to come up with words. Or I can just completely lose track of what I'm saying because my brain isn't working <laughs> properly. Uh, but um, yeah, I haven't been playing much because, like I've said in the previous episodes, like since I started working, I just don't really. I have time, but I want to do something else when I come home from work and sit behind the TV or uh, or play games. So usually I only play in the weekend. Um, I did a few streams. Uh, for portable pleasure, that is, uh, I played Pocahontas, uh, which it's not a good game at all, but it's at least an interesting game because it's like it kind of ties into this game, but also not. But it's like one of those um, games, like Another World, or uh, maybe even Apes Odyssey or Apes Escape. No, it. It's it apes? No, ape escape is a total different, different thing. Uh, yeah, apes, Od- 
Odd, yeah, Oddworld. That's it. Yeah, that, that's the yeah. franchise. So it, it kind of starts like that, but you have two characters you can use, so you have to like work together to solve the puzzles. Maybe like Lost Vikings even a little bit, um, if you know that game. Uh, but after five stages, it drifts off from that concept uh, completely. Um, it's not always very explained well what you have to do but uh, you can figure it out because i mean it's uh definitely made for kids because it's pocahontas and i they wanted to get everyone in and it just follows the story of the movie i assume which i've never seen so i, I couldn't tell you but i assume it does uh and it has weird pacing and things like that but it's nice to check that game out but there's nothing uh nothing very special uh about it so uh, just an interesting concept at least um, and now I started playing Monster Max which I believe only came out in Europe I think um, it's actually yeah. a Titus published game uh, just published because it was actually made by Rare uh, like a lot of games back in those days like a lot of the LGN games were made by Rare uh, and I guess Titus as well um, because both companies are from Europe. I think Titus is French, right? Yeah. Might be, or, or English. I don't know. And I Rare is from French. the UK. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's French. So, um, yeah, they outsourced this game. Unlike Titus that they made themselves. Like Titus the Fox, uh, they made themselves. Uh, Monster Max is... Uh, it solves this, basically. Uh, maybe a little bit simpler. I don't know. I've never played Solstice. It's just an isometric puzzle game, puzzle platforming game. Um, if if nobody has ever played Solstice or this game, uh, you you basically can you go through an isometric map and you have to platform while using items that you can find around the map, but you can only hold two items. So the A button has an item and the B button has an item, and you have to like think what you pick up for the room so you can advance through the room. Um, yeah, it's it's a fun game. It's it's a little hard for me. I, I'm never good at isometric games. Like, the perspective just never makes sense in my head. Um, I'm sure that's the same for a lot of people. Uh, I, I can never figure out what plane things are on. Uh, so it's a lot of trial and error, but that doesn't really matter because you have unlimited continues. But you do have to restart the stage every time. But it's always like short stages, I would say 20 to 25 rooms in total, with some rooms just being hallways to get to the next part of the stage. Um, so once you figure out what to do, you can go through it quickly, but it's the figuring out part that uh, will probably take a while. Um, I think it has... 30 stages in total. You don't even have to do all of them because of how the currency system works in the game. Um, like, I'm not going to explain that further. Maybe it's a fun game to do an episode on because it is quite unique for Game Boy. Uh, so maybe we can dive into that another time once I finished it because I'm totally not done with it yet. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a fun game and it has good music because like David Wise composed the song. So... You, you at least have a good soundtrack, even if uh, the game is, is nothing for you. Um, and besides that, my personal game, I guess, my not-streaming game, still playing God of War Ragnarok whenever I can. 
Uh, I might be like 30% done with it. I think I, I have no clue. But I play it so sporadically that I keep forgetting how to fight properly. So I switched the difficulty from uh, from the normal setting down to story. I think it's called or give me story or something. Um, yeah, just because I, I don't have the time to deep dive into it or play it for a longer period. I always have to wait in between. And I was getting not mad, but I was getting annoyed that I constantly had to relearn how to fight properly without dying. Um, so I just switched it to story so I can just enjoy the game because the story is really cool. Uh, I can just have fun with it to relax a little bit instead of like trying to be actually good at the game, I guess. Uh, but I like that the game has that option. Because um, normally I would never do this. I would probably even play on the hardest difficulty to give myself a challenge. Uh, but the way I have to spend my time now with games, um, it's nice to have the option to enjoy the game without having to do the hassle, I guess. So, um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been doing. Uh, so yeah, it's been what over a month, and I've played <laughs> two two and a half games, so, something like that. So yeah, that's about all I have. I bit more than what I've done, honestly. Um, <clears throat> at least you've beaten games. <laughs> One, which was a, uh, an hour long me. game. Yes, yeah. Um, wow, classic. Per usual, I raid two or three nights a week, so Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sunday afternoons typically go to that right now. Um, RG Love, we just wrapped up RG Love. I did uh, oh, Jazz, yeah. <laughs> Jazz Jackrabbit for the Game Boy Advance um, and did a DKC3 randomizer on, on um, Archipelago. Um, well, I guess I'm in an archipelago right now. We just re we just uh, released a new seed. Me and some GQ friends just released a new seed where I'm doing a, a Link to the Past and DKC3 together. Mm. And they're doing like Time Spinner, Link to the Past, um, Super Metroid, the Link to the Past Super Metroid combo thing, uh, mm -hmm. Terraria, Minecraft. Like, wait, there's a bunch of stuff happening right now in this seed, so... Um, like this is one of our bigger seeds that we've done as well, so it's probably gonna take a while for us to finish this one. <laughs> um, and then honestly, I've been playing Hogwarts Legacy. I've absolutely loved that game. Um, mm -hmm. I'm uh, I'm on the road to platinum in it right now. I think I'm like eighty percent through everything. I still haven't beaten the game itself yet because there's just so much side stuff to do. But uh, I absolutely just love the game unfortunate the stuff that you know the, the controversies around it but the game is absolutely phenomenal yeah mm -hmm. yeah I, I actually forgot about rg love even though you did mention it like five <laughs> minutes ago already but <laughs> i did okay i did play three other games then like i played through kirby superstar uh i only picked casual games because i well I, it it was a marathon about playing games you love so i just wanted to uh to play games I love. So I, I eventually beat during the second <laughs> stream that I had to do, I beat Kirby Superstar. Um, I played through um, Skyblazer, uh, which went oh. amazingly well. I, I really like that game. It's it's so good. It's a fun game. Um, and then I 
uh, like picked Mylon Secret Castle on NES. Uh, I talked about it last time that I played the Game Boy version. And I think I mentioned that play the NES version because it moves faster and you have color and things like that. Um, let me go back on that. Just play the <laughs> Game Boy version because the NES version will piss you off like it, like it, it, it oh my god everything went wrong with that game uh yeah no the, play the game boy version it's more uh it's ball it's more polished like it's more fun to uh to play that even though it's laggy i guess but yeah no uh game boy mylon definite <laughs> version <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you have it. My 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 line. Don't play the. I like the NES version of my line. So yeah, I me too. But like now, when I have played the Game Boy version and everything was going <laughs> wrong with the NES one, I was like, nope, nope, never again. <laughs> the real question is NES Dragon Slayer or Game Boy Dragon Slayer. <laughs> I have played neither, so I can't. Or Game Boy go. Color Dragon Slayer. Tell you something <laughs> about that damn game. <laughs> A five-minute game. It's supposed to be like a five- or ten-minute game on Game Boy Color. It turns into like a five-hour game because it doesn't tell you the the directions to press in the Game Boy Color version. (laughs) So they give you two options. They give you main game and they give you training. But if you do the training mode, they only train you on like four screens. The game is longer than four screens. So it's just a bunch of trial and error bullshit. I hate the Game Boy Color version of Dragon's Lair. You can burn <laughs> every damn copy of that game. No demand. <laughs> I love the NES version. I haven't yeah. yet to play the. I haven't played the Game Boy version yet. Yeah, that, nobody likes that one. But three complete different different games by the way but uh, they are yeah, yeah that's the crazy part three completely different games the mm-hmm. game boy color is closer to the nes but still the same story but different different approaches yeah i think the game boy one was actually another game but they put the license on it or something yeah. but yeah, it, if i remember correctly i could be wrong but i think that was the case for that one or they just didn't know what the what Dragon's Lair was and put a Ferris wheel and a roller coaster in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, yeah, like I said, we got a banger of an episode this time around. Uh, we're doing uh, Shipu Iron Leaguer, which is uh, based off of a very popular anime series in Japan. So stay tuned. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna give you some some history and bits about the game. Thank you 
Alright, welcome back everybody. Uh, Shifu Iron Leaguer. Um, kind of in the middle of the road release for the Game Boy. We'd uh, come out in March 11th, 1994 as a Japanese exclusive uh, game. I'm trying to see when the, the anime came out. Uh, looks like the anime came out in 1993, ran for 52 episodes. The original anime came out in 93, ran for 52 episodes. So the original run of the anime ended in March 29th of 1994. So literally pretty much right when the game released was when the original anime was done. And then it would get essentially a... a, a a new five-episode run, November 21st, 1994, to April 25th, 1995. Hmm. So, interesting that they would release a game at the end of an anime series, not towards the beginning or the middle. Maybe they expected the second iteration to pop off, other than five episodes, I'm not sure. But, yeah, uh, kind of, kind of an interesting timeline there of how of when this game got released versus when it was over. Uh, developed by Sun L, which uh, pretty distinct in the Japanese only market. Uh, they did uh, Tekken Man Blade, Makai Mira Gaiden, uh, the Demon Darkness, Teku Fight, Miracle Adventures of Esparks. So that's a nice talk- lineup, actually, of yeah. games. Yeah, I know we've talked about Miracle of Esparks many 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 times so yeah and we did makamura gaiden demon darkness as well because that's gargoyle's yep. quest uh, yeah or is it the second one it's the I'm second not sure. one it's the second yeah okay the japanese exclusive one yeah talked about that as well we've talked about teku fight tekken blade <laughs> we've talked about them all yeah we, we well we mentioned those well, games mentioned, for yeah. sure yeah we never I mean, never made episodes on them but yeah in briefing yeah. I mean, nobody can beat Tekken Man Blade anyway, so... <laughs> True. <laughs> One day I will do it. <laughs> um, game was published by Bandai, which is another very popular Japanese publisher. So uh, yeah. I couldn't find much on the composing side of things at all for this game. I even dug through credits and all sorts of stuff. I couldn't find anything about composers. So they must be an in-house composer for... Sun L or Bondi to, to do this, but the music is very good. Uh, genre is a platformer. As you're, if you're watching it live or mm. watching it on YouTube, you can see it right now in the video on the screen that it is a platformer. And um, the plot was something else to try and find. Like I, I've watched the anime prior to this just to like see the differences and how things kind of worked. Yeah. But uh, we don't have a Game Boy manual scan of this game. And I can't find a manual anywhere for this game. So <laughs> uh, I, I, I dug out the anime plot. So <laughs> have <Sure>. fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I haven't seen it at all. Uh, I don't even know if it's good or not. But not um, yeah, I mean, looks fine, I guess. <laughs> It's an early 90s anime. Yeah, I mean, it go can go either way. It, it's like a very specific 
anime so i don't, I don't know it's probably not for everybody uh but yeah this is uh, indeed a plot of uh, the anime so the iron league a place where teams of robots under individual owners quote unquote uh play various sports and duke it out in tournaments uh, Mac Windy is a member of Dark Prince, a team that doesn't play fair and fights dirty to win. Unsatisfied with the actions of his teammates, he defects against the will of Dark Prince's nefarious owner and joins Silver Prince, the weakest team in the league. Alongside faithful companions such as Magnum Ace and Bull Armor, Mac Windy and Silver Prince will battle against Dark Prince in games of soccer and baseball and aim for the top. So there you go. Pretty, it's pretty uh, spot on to the game as well too. Yeah, yeah, kinda. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, sports robots. <laughs> that's that's the plot basically. Uh, sports mechs, yep. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. And if anybody was wondering what our uh, cold open was, uh, like this is the link. Between them, I mean, it's Dark Prince or Silver Prince, and we mentioned uh, we we referenced uh, when Dove's cry from Prince, the artist. Oh, uh, see, I was thinking you were doing when boy when when boys cry from both Ice and Harmony. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, no. See, I like <laughs> Prince, but that was not the first thing that came to mind. All right, all right. That's always the first song that comes to mind when I think of Prince. So, uh, <laughs> Purple yeah. Rain? What? Yeah, but I mean, that would be harder to make the bots well, yeah. reference. It, so. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so gameplay. Game controls for this game are actually pretty weird because every character's controls are different. Um. You have your your jumps and your attacks, but every character has a unique ability as well to them. Uh, where like the kendo stick guy, if you're going up a log vertical segment, he will stick the kendo stick into the wall, allow you to climb up the wall. Uh, your basketball guy will let you do a high jump. Um, your foot, your American footballer. We'll get into the names a little bit later. Your American footballer can do like a tackle, which lets you go like it gives you enough iframes to go through certain things like spikes or objects coming at you, things of that nature. So like every character has a bit of a unique style to them, and you need to combine these styles later on into the game to get through the stages, uh, which makes the controls even more curious because you have let's say five different characters, each one of them has a different health bar uh, associated with them. So if one of them dies, you can actually take health from another character and give them more and give the character that died health to get through the stage. So you may think that you're locked or stuck on the stage when in actuality, if you just hit your pause menu, go into your character select and just take away some health from a healthy character and give it to a dead character, you can progress through the stage. Um, So it's actually a pretty pretty interesting menuing, pretty interesting just how interactive the game can be um, with the characters alone. So uh, mm-hmm. that's why we didn't write out the controls. It's because like like you have your your normal attacks, you have your jumps, but 
everyone has a unique ability as well. Yeah, that's that's a good excuse uh, to say there because I just forgot. <laughs> to, to oh really? I, <laughs> I literally like, just forgot to write the controls oh, down, yeah. but it's a good that, that is a good way to exp- explain it. Yeah, sure. It's up. In, it's, it's too. Up it's too difficult to, do. to write them down, guys. Come on. <laughs> it's up in B to do certain stuff. Down in B to do. Certain it's stuff. yeah. It's actually true. So. <laughs> But yeah, you you do have the normal controls like A is jump, B is attack. Uh, start is going to the menu where you can switch characters or. Yeah. Uh, if you do, if you press select, you can. If you press select, you can bypass the pause menu. So a lot of times, what people will do when they play this game casually is that they'll pause the game, and then select their character, to go right into it. Otherwise, you can press select multiple times to scroll through your characters. Think about like when you're playing like Mega Man X on the Super Nintendo or Mega Man 7, you hit the L and R uh, tabs at the top. You can switch between your, your power suits. Kind of similar idea where you press select on the Game Boy to go through your different characters. <clears throat> yeah. And I think maybe you can... Like it's a... Always a set order, but I think there's a combo with select to go backwards as well, if I remember correctly. Uh, I don't remember. I do know it's a set order. It starts yeah. from the first character you get, and then it goes yeah. after whoever you get after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there are actually not a lot of items in this game, uh, surprisingly. There's only two that I know. Um, it's like some kind of energy bar which is basically a small health refill for your current character, uh, or an oil can, which is a big or maybe even full health refill. Um, I'm not sure if it's just big or full. It's big. Nothing it's full big. health. Nothing okay. full heals you. All right. So, yeah, that's a that's a big refill. And that's, that's all the items in this game, as far as I can remember. And I just played it, so... Maybe I just missed a few items. I don't know, because... Yeah. No, that's about right. There's not yeah. that many items in the stages either. Like, there's not mm-hmm. many items in general, and the stages are very stingy at giving you stuff. So, mm-hmm. you have to rely on a lot on your health pool sharing, which early on in the game is pretty much non existent because you only have one or two characters. Yeah. Um, so, with that, we're going into stage one, which is the city. Um,. And you start off with the baseball and the karate mech. Um, a very simple stage. This is basically just introducing you to the game, like most Game Boy games do with stage one. Um, you uh, you have to go through, you have to understand that the baseball guy can throw baseballs. So you have a ranged attack, which is nice to have, especially in certain parts of the stage. More specifically, the football field. Because the football field is kind of full with enemies. And if you can range attack them, you're pretty well set. Uh, your karate bot's not too bad. Because uh, it has like a big uppercut. So so there's some jumps that your baseball guy can't just do naturally. So you have to flip to the karate guy to do like the, the uppercut to get onto the next platform. The uppercut's actually nice too. Because there are flying enemies that are kind of are just not possible to hit with your baseball guy so you have to uppercut them as well um you eventually come across the boss which is the kendo bot or the kendo mech um the first time i fought this guy he uh 
he beat me down pretty good because I just <laughs> thought I could tank him. But uh, the cool thing about this game, at least from what I can remember, is that if you do lose a mech to the boss, the boss doesn't refill its health. You can kind of just continue where you left off. So if you lose your yeah. baseball guy and now you have your karate guy, the, the, the boss mech doesn't regain health at all. You kind of just swap to the, the, your other mech and you keep continuing to fight. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yep. After a while, you beat you beat the kendo mech, and then the kendo mech is like, "Oh my god, you guys are so strong! I want to be on your team." And then you basically acquire the kendo mech, um, which is honestly probably the second or third best mech you could have in the game. So yeah, yeah, and just about time you get kendo bot because. Uh... Stage two is the forest stage, and it's basically nothing but vertical movement <laughs> in this stage. Sucks. Uh, yep. It's constant climbing on on walls to get uh, to get higher up in this uh, part of the game. Um, and yeah, that's where Kendo Bot or Kendo Mech or I, I I have no idea what all the names of the characters are. Uh, I don't know the names of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just know they're mechs. Yeah, so you, what you basically mostly will do is use Karate Bot to do an uppercut, which will take you very high, and then switch over to uh, to Kendo Bot to uh, move up walls faster. Um, there's nothing too special about the forest stage. Um, like, stage one in the city, you start outside, you go into a sports center, and then you end up at a football field. So there's a little variety there. In this, it's literally just a forest. Like, nothing really changes or anything. Um but yeah, besides the vertical movement, I think they start introducing spikes as well in this stage. Uh, the first stage didn't really have those things. Um, none of these will kill you in one hit, like in Mega Man, for example, um, so you can take damage. Um, they changed this a little bit in a later stage. We'll talk about it then. Uh, but usually spikes or, or like spike balls and things like that... Um, will not kill you in one hit, which is good because you will probably fall on a lot of them. <laughs> you, would, uh, you would die <laughs> quickly in this game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing really special about this stage. Um, at the end, you will actually face off against uh, Basketball Bot. Yeah, Who isn't too bad, really? Basketball mech's pretty easy to fight. Um if I remember right, he does do a decent amount of damage he either deals a decent amount of damage or he takes a lot of damage when you play as him. I can't remember. It's been a while since I played the game. But uh, basketball mech can throw. Well, he doesn't throw. He lobs basketballs. So it's an arcy motion, which is nice for some things. But when it comes down, it does bounce and it goes back up. And it's, it's kind of like a bouncing bomb because it does explode. Um, I personally found basketball mech to be the absolute worst of them all because i could never aim the damn basketball but once you've defeated the basketball mech you go into a mini game that is unnecessary to win mini game yes um, <laughs> um there's no there's no ways around it uh so you're gonna go you're gonna play baseball with your baseball well yeah with your baseball mech um and the goal is that you need to hit the balls back into uh, an, another mech that you know, that you're playing against. And uh, the first time I did this, I didn't. I thought it was just a mini game, 
where like if I failed, I failed, let's move on to the next stage. No, if you fail, you die, and you lose, a, and you lose a one up. Um, so yeah. it's 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 a level, but it's a mini game that you have to win. Um, the controls for the baseball bot aren't too bad. You can pretty well aim where you need to hit the ball. The later mini games, like basketball, uh, are a little bit more difficult, and soccer are a little bit more difficult to do. Uh, but mm-hmm. the the baseball one's not too bad. Uh, it, it, it one probably has the most control of them all. Yeah, but once you've... The, Good. the thing is that it's like it's all RNG, like how yeah. the the uh, pitcher, yes, pitcher, uh, is gonna throw the ball. So you cannot really anticipate everything, and and some of the throws are just unavoidable. Uh, you, you will get hit by them. Not that you have health or anything, but uh, it just, yeah, it's just annoying. And you have to hit him four times, I believe. Um, yeah, something like that. Because you have to make a home run, basically. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's quite annoying after a while if, if you <laughs> keep getting, like, balls that f- you cannot hit at all. Plus, sometimes the angle when you hit them back is just so awful that it will uh, not hit the... Uh, the the other bots so yeah it's it's the mini games in this are more of a chore than they are fun to do basically yeah. well some of the mini games aren't too bad like i like the basketball mini game it's just hard yeah um but once you've defeated the the mech at the baseball field you move on to stage 3 which is the ice world uh this world it's an ice world. Uh, has ice physics, so prepare to slide. And you don't really have a lot of characters to help you prevent from sliding. Uh, your kendo guy will help you with the vertical segments, but like in traditional ice physics, you will jump to try and stop yourself. Hmm. <laughs> this yeah. is how how this this one's going to be. But we're in the ice world. You can probably guess what the boss is going to be, uh, if you uh, know anything about sports. But um, this 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 stage here got a little carried away with spikes um, because if you're in an ice world, you need to have pit, you need to have death pits, you need to have spikes. Them the rules whenever you're making an ice stage. <laughs> Remember that. Future developers, if you're ever making an ice world, Death pits and spikes. Them the rules. <laughs> They've been the rules since the eighties. Um, <laughs> but this world got a little carried away with the spikes. Uh, not like the underwater cave, but this stage they get a little carried away with the spikes. Um, once you get to the end of this one, you face off against the hockey mech because you know ice hockey, and um, you we missed a mech. No, we didn't. Like after the baseball mini game, um, the American football mech joins the team. Uh, yep. So he he's kind of useful in Ice World because you can basically, with this charge up attack, his... you can fly over everything. But the the mechanics of him are a little bit weird. Like sometimes you go super far, sometimes you don't, and yeah. Sometimes yeah, it's just annoying to line up where you want to go. Yeah. Huh. 
I, I couldn't remember when we got the American football mech. Yeah. Not football mech. American football mech. Um, because if we have a football mech, it's going to be the same as a soccer mech. You can't have that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I forgot when we got the American football mech. So the American football mech, like I said, when you used his dash tech, he has iframes, so he doesn't take damage while dashing. The problem is that there's a little bit of a cooldown between where you can dash again. So if you're dashing and you're still in spikes, you're at least going to take one to two hits of damage before you can dash again. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't just dash, dash, dash. You can't be like Pluto for Mega Man Five Game Boy. You just you have to you have to kind of know how long of a segment you're going to be. And like I said, you're on ice. You're gonna be jetting pretty quick, so. <laughs> he's actually already hard to control when you're dashing so um hockey bot uh don't use the basketball guy because the basketball guy gets absolutely dumpstered uh when he gets hit he just takes it like you have some characters that take a ton of damage when they get hit you have some characters that don't take a ton of damage when they get hit so they actually have a little bit of stat priority to them as well too uh obviously the american football guys basically your tank he doesn't take a ton of damage when he gets bodied but like your basketball guy gets gets rocked pretty good mm-hmm. so um so it's funny that fine balance i still think the basketball guy is worthless even with his attack <laughs> so i end up using like the kendo guy for everything most things in a way yeah so. um but yeah once you beat the hockey bot Hockey boss is like, wow, I like you guys. And he joins your team. And now you have a hockey guy on your team, which I hardly, I don't think I used one time. I don't think anybody has ever used hockey bots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I might have the first time I played the game, but I, I yeah, can't even I, remember what he does, to be honest. He hits, he hits a puck in front of him. It yeah. The most, I mean, it is the most inaccurate puck in the world. So. <laughs> At least basketball guy can jump high. Oh, <laughs> there's that. Yeah, but hockey guy, I no. Hockey, hockey guy is useless. I bet he'd be really good at Ice World. Yeah, which he just beat. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, but then man. we have probably arguably the the second, in my opinion, the second hardest mini game of the game. Yeah, that's bad. That's basketball. So. Basketball is a tough one because traditionally, when you're playing like a shoot, like a shooting gallery game, you shoot when the crosshair is on the target. You don't have to lead the shot at all, right? So traditionally, you you shoot it when the crosshair is over the item. However, in this game, you have to heavily lead your shot, which means like if the net is on like this half of the screen. You need to be standing like right here to shoot because by the time you shoot, the net will be right here because uh, there is a long travel distance. On top of that, you have a flying mech that is uh, swatting the basketballs back at you, which are bombs, by the way. So if you get hit, you can start to lose health. Um, and he's trying to block your shot. So he's trying to move along with the net as well. So you need to shoot the ball way ahead of time. And hope that the mech doesn't get to you, smack the ball back at you, blow you up. <laughs> like, it's arguably, in my opinion, it's the second hardest minigame ever. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. It's, um, uh, it's a fun time. 
That's one way of putting it, yeah. And then, uh, but you know, you you do your you do your your Kobe things, your LeBron thing, whatever era basketball you want you want to go into. And um, once you finish that, I think you got to score. Was it three or four baskets? And then think three, yeah. And then you move on to, in my opinion, probably the second hardest stage of the game, which is the underwater cave. Yeah, I I guess it's not hard, but annoying to navigate yeah. more than anything else. Uh, because you immediately go underwater at the start of a stage. It's not like segmented water. Uh, it's it's just underwater the entire time. Um, and it has a lot of vertical movement with walls that are too far from each other to use Kendo Guide just to get up there. Um what they want you to do is basically jump on these bubbles, which you can't really see uh, because the screen is so tiny and, and they have a weird pattern. Um, so it takes a lot of time. Of course, you have water physics, so everybody moves a little different than they should move. Like so, everybody jumps higher. There's like floating when you get when you go down, um, and you just move a little slower throughout the water. Uh, but yeah, it's basically navigating these big gaps with spikes at the bottom. So if you fall down, you get hurt constantly. Um, just trying to make your way through this cave. So your best bet is basically to use basketball guy to jump really high. Um, use Kendo to stick to a wall until a bubble comes around. And if you know the stage and you know where the platform is that you need to jump to, you can use... Um, the American football guy to just dash over the thing instead of using the bubble puzzle. Um, the bubble puzzle, like you would think like in Mega Man 4, you have Dive Man, right? With a bubble puzzle or Mega Man 9 with with Pump Man. Uh, they have kind of the same setup. Uh, but it's not as good as that because you can't really see the bubbles. So uh, it gets pretty <laughs> annoying. But anyways, if you make it through the underwater cave, you guessed it, you will fight Soccer Bot. Yeah, Soccer but Mech. For, I don't know what he's doing underwater. Maybe he's playing under, like, water polo or something. I have no idea what he's doing underwater, but there he is. I, did, I guess they didn't really know what to do with Soccer Bot, so they just put him in underwater. I mean, otherwise the stage would have been like a, just a plain field, like which would have wow. been better than the other water cave, to be honest. But uh, but yeah, here's Soccer Bot, and of course he shoots soccer balls at you, like kicks explosive thing. soccer balls yeah. at you. But uh, something to note with the underwater stage is that most games when you're underwater, you have a swimming animation. <clears throat> This game, you don't. You literally play it like a normal platformer stage. So, like, even though you are underwater, you're still walking and doing your normal attacks and stuff. So, yeah. It's a bit of a different mindset shift when going into that. But the next part is once you unlock your, your soccer bot, guess what you get to do next? Play soccer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Everybody's which, favorite minigame. In my opinion, this is probably the hardest minigame. Uh, hands down, the hardest minigame. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube or if you've been watching it on stream, 
you notice that the so- the soccer minigame was basically going on for the last 25 minutes, basically. <laughs> um, Is that that's... my video that you're using? No, it's my, my oh. video. Because <laughs> I, I have the same problem, really. Yeah. So, you once now that you have the soccer mech, you, uh, you got to play soccer. It just makes sense. And you're on a you know, you're on a giant soccer pitch, and um, if you get tackled, you have to start over. If you get the shot blocked, you have to start over. If you shoot the ball too soon, you have to start over. Uh, if you take the ball out of bounds, you have to start over. Uh, <laughs> so everything is against you. Uh, so if one wrong thing happens to you, you got to start over. Uh, and you are timed. It's, there is a time limit to these mini games as well, which we didn't mention before. Mm-hmm. Um, and the goal of the soccer game was to well score. So as you're running down the pitch, you need to avoid getting tackled. And as you're running down the pitch, you need to shoot it past the goalie. Sounds simple enough, especially for a Game Boy game. However, on a Game Boy, the screen is stupidly small for how big the sprites are. The sprites are gigantic, the screen is tiny, and they don't even technically have to hit you in order to hit you. That's how bad the hitboxes are in the soccer minigame. So, what I found that worked for me is never stop jumping. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, because in this mini game, you're allowed to jump for some reason, and when you jump, you take the ball with you. I don't know how that physics works out, but it works <laughs> out in your favor. I, I I literally just ran down the center, and I would always jump. I would never stop jumping. And then when I got to, <clears throat> you're gonna have to correct me on my soccer terminology here. I don't know what the perimeter is around the the goal. Is there like a name <laughs> the penalty box, I guess. So once you get to the penalty box is when you're kind of clear to shoot the ball. Uh, and you're kind of just, you're you're at the grace of luck sometimes to get it past the goalie. Sometimes that goalie is an all-star, all-American, all, all all-world, whatever you want to call it, FIFA Cup champion goalie. <laughs> and then uh, sometimes the goalie is me where he's on the completely other side of the goal not paying attention to what's going on. <laughs> so... There's a little bit of luck involved with that as well, too. But the hardest part is getting to the goalie. Um, yeah. That's honestly the hardest part. And you have to score, I think it's like, what, four goals, three goals? Three goals, yeah. Yeah, so um, hard. Like I said, this is probably by far the hardest minigame yeah. you, you'll, so you'll encounter. About a timer, you have 180, wow, yeah, there goes my brain, (laughs) 180 (laughs) seconds, so you would think, hey, three minutes to score three goals, that's nothing, right, but it's really not that easy, plus, if you jump, your timer actually decreases by 10 seconds each time you do that, so, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, (laughs) if you're unlucky, by using your strategy, by jumping constantly, you might just run out of time anyways because you keep jumping. But, uh, well, the nice part about this game, it has unlimited continues. Yeah, that's true. So, so it, do- it doesn't really matter. But yeah, I got stuck on this for a long time, mm-hmm. for sure. And I didn't realize jumping was decreasing my time reader because sometimes I was like, hey, why is it over already? I, I just restarted <laughs> and 
that I realized, oh, this is what's happening. Oh. I I didn't realize it at first, and then I, re- then I figured it out. I was like, oh, it's still easier. Just got to get lucky. Yeah. <laughs> so I just if, if you're lucky it. enough, it helps for sure. Yeah. I don't even remember how I did it eventually. I got through it, but it took way too long. Um, I don't know if you get another guy after doing this. I don't this. think we do. Because oh, this I takes you right six. to the... Because uh, yeah. it takes you right to the final stage. Yeah. Which, again, we- if you're watching it live right now, you're getting to see the hell that I had to sue for. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> so, yeah, what stage five is, stage. is basically Dark Prince's evil lair thing, I would assume, because it's not themed after anything. It's like an evil factory or... Like, that's the best I can come up with. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this stage starts with one of the worst things in this game. Uh, well, one of the worst. No, it is. It just is the worst thing in this no, game. It's the worst thing. Which is a horrible choose your correct path auto scroller again between uh, bra- no, not brackets between quotes. Um, you basically land on a platform at the start of the stage. Which just starts moving and then you have split paths and you have to choose a correct path. If you go to the incorrect path, however, you will run into spikes or just fall off and the floor is also spikes. Unlike the spikes that you saw through the rest of the game that just hit you, these are all one-hit kills. So, and you're not even switching characters, by the way. It's you fall, you're dead. Restart the stage. So that's fun. Um, and yeah, the pad is not... Like, at least I think it's only trial and error. Maybe there's something in the background that tells you somehow which path you are supposed to take. I don't think so. I think it's literally trial and error. Uh, and it's quite long. Um, that That's why in the, uh, in the speed run, people will use some tricks to, like, fly over a section of... Uh, of this stage, but yeah, it's it's just a horrible part of uh, of the game right there. Yep. Um, the only spikes that won't kill you outright are the spikes on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. But if you get to the ceiling and get spiked, your character is stuck in the ceiling spikes. So you might as well just die. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> When you get past this hell slot of a choose your path, you get to do more. Uh, it's not an auto scroll. Well, it's kind of an auto scroll. You get to do more auto scrolling platform stuff where you have to choose the right platform to get across another pit of spikes. Um, but if you game over at any point in the stage, you get to start stage five over again which means you have to do the choose your path so if you didn't remember your path the first time well i don't know what to tell you this is this is where i found either karate or the basketball guy to be handy to start because they have the high jump it's like when you get to the second piece you can actually high jump to uh, the basketball i'm watching the video right now the basketball guy because you can high jump to one of the first blocks of the um, of the second part of the stage, which and he can float down as well too. Another special mm. ability that basketball right. guy has. So, um, 
So when you're doing that, you can jump over the spikes and jump. You kind of skip pieces of the stage. And then you want to use American football guy because he is your dash guy. So when you know you're at the end, dash to the end. <laughs> to get out yeah. of there as fast as possible. <laughs> yeah. And after a while, you get to some, like, conveyor belts and things like that are just annoying to navigate. But at least when you're in that part of the state, you can't die to spikes anymore That's, yeah. that just uh, obliterate you. Uh, it was a weird choice. But, yeah, once you see that, you're basically in the clear, but you still have to uh, take it easy that you do not waste all of your energy. Uh, throughout the stage for this last part so you don't have to redo all that other crap you had to deal with earlier uh but yeah after a while you will phase off against the final boss of this game which is dark prince um and dark prince is technically really easy the problem is the stage where you have to fight him is <laughs> is horrible because there are spikes at both sides of the stage um and there's two conveyor belts in the middle that always push you into uh, the spike. So fighting him can be quite of a hassle because you have to deal with those uh, those stage hazards during the fight. Um, what you can do if you have enough health is just tank it, basically, by standing in the spikes using your iframes to do damage to him. Uh, but of course, that's not the way the game intended you to do it. Uh, and again... Kendo guy is basically your damage dealer, so uh, try to use him the most to to do most of the damage to the boss, basically. Yeah, um, pretty much it. Though. I, I I found this fight to be one of the easier fights, even with the even with the weird stage layout. I found this one to be one of the easier fights. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because but... you you have so many characters, so I mean. You can just use the health pools of them all to, yeah. to get through it, even though it's an annoying navigation uh, part of the game, but that's, that's fine. And the good news is if you would die on a boss, if you continue, you continue on the boss, so you don't have to redo a stage again. So at least they did that. So you do not have to deal with uh, the stupid auto-scrolling part anymore. No. Uh, and then yeah, you beat uh, Shipu Island. You're, you beat uh, you beat the Dark Prince. The uh, the Silver Prince is now victorious with the quote unquote weakest team in in the league. And um, the end. Baller baller music. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, cool. It's a cool game. Uh, it it's 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 a it's a very fair game. To, to a degree um the mini games i find to be a bit unfair but the the levels themselves i find to be pretty fair as long as you figure out what each unique skill for each character is um it definitely has a pretty nice learning curve to it uh it's just the final stage design kind of kills the mood of the game quite a bit because you go from a pretty well designed game to have a deal with stage five which is pretty bad so it's really unfortunate that it ends on that note but for the most part this is a game i do recommend people trying out it's a super good game yeah i feel like platformers with different characters with different abilities like 
this is definitely one you need to check out because yeah. it's it's uh it's a fun it's a very time. it's a very involved game so yeah um yeah so with that uh, let's dive into the cover so since this is a japanese exclusive we only have to cover one cover art uh and in my opinion it's probably one of the more mediocre japanese cover arts we've ever covered <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's probably just a promotional image from the anime, I would say. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I want to say it's the cover of one of the... One of the things. One of the mangas, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of resembles like a Mega Man poster, but... The character to. designs are not as interesting as the Mega Man robots, like the Robot Master, so. And they just put them, like, <laughs> they just put them on there. Like, they, they really didn't uh, set no them up. No reason for it. Yeah, for they're just there, really. Yeah, it looks like they... I don't know if they ripped off a, a cover verbatim, but they definitely took the the artwork from the manga. Yeah, and, yeah. and designed it that way. Because I'm mm-hmm. looking at the manga covers right now. They definitely yeah. did did it that that sort of way. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a pretty mediocre, pretty mediocre cover 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 <laughs> for uh, Japanese standards, in my opinion. Um, Typically, Japanese ones, they have very, very, very nice artwork, and they're very styled, and they're very, uh, they, they flow, and they, they just look very nice, generally, um, mostly drawn and whatnot. But uh, this one, for those listening without video, <clears throat> you have a baseball guy front and center. Uh, I think his name is, was Mock Windy. That's the main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's front and center in a, in a baseball uniform. And then to the right of him is the soccer guy. And then going up, it looks like the hockey dude and the basketball person right above them. And then to the left of them, it goes uh, the football band, the I'm not sure man, and then the kendo man. Or no, the kendo man, I'm not sure man, American football guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm also wondering who to... Who is the guy second on the left? I don't know. I mean, it would be the karate guy, I guess. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's the karate guy. There you go. Good song, by the way. Karate guy, if anybody knows that song. I, uh, I do not I do not know this song. Yeah, you, you have to look it up then. Oh, what is it from? From that movie with, with, Andy, <laughs> from- Andy, with Andy Samberg. Uh you need to go watch. You need to go listen to the song from that one movie that I don't know the title to. All right. All right. Where where he plays the pop star? Is it just called Pop Star? Is that the name? I don't like it. If you haven't, so. oh come on, he's like most hilarious person ever. Well, well, not ever, but he's hilarious at least. Not a super great movie, but there are a lot of good bits in it, uh, and it's from the it's in the movie as well, but. You can also just listen to the soundtrack, which is basically uh, the Lonely Island album. But they, they see, there's only a handful of Lonely I- Lonely Island songs that I can. 
tolerate. No, I, I love Lonely oh, Island. And, um, I think it's Popstar, but I don't remember what his name in the movie is. Uh. But yeah, it, it's one of the songs from that. It's a very short song. It's only like a minute or something. Uh huh. All right. Well, you can see <laughs> I beat the game. So, on the on the stream now. Yeah. It just says the end. Like you don't get credits. It's presented by Bondi. The end. So you can see why I had trouble finding composer. <laughs> <laughs> that that screen right there, though, on the the end screen. That is from a manga cover. They just regenerated it into Pixar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, fun little trivia: uh, the characters reappear in a game called Super Robot Wars Neo for the for the Nintendo Wii. That I do so not know. If, I don't know that game. I don't know. I don't know the Wii library very well. But uh, if you are wanting to play as the characters in a robot war game, apparently Super Robot Wars Neo. Is a uh, is a video game for the for the Nintendo Wii. I don't know if it was a worldwide release or just a Japanese release, but uh, sounds Japanese at least. Huh? Oh wow, they have a lot of cool stuff in here. So Super Robot Wars franchise in this game are marked with new. So Shipu Iron Leaguer, Lord of Lords Reunite. Um, those are the two that I know off the top, and New Get a Robo. Those are the three I know off the top of my head. There's a bunch of other ones in here, but like the fact that they added a bunch of stuff into there is pretty cool. Yeah. That's neat. Huh. Is it just like an actual like fighting like tournament fight? It is. Yeah, sounds like it's for sure. Yeah. Interesting. I have to watch a video on it. But uh general reception of the game, I couldn't find much about the game, but the the anime, people like the anime. Uh, anime was fairly well received. Um, like I said, it was a pretty popular anime during the early '90s. Uh, I, I watched a few episodes uh, a couple days ago before the podcast just to get an idea of it. If you're into early '90s anime, you'd probably like Iron Leaguer. Uh, if anime wasn't your thing in the '90s, and you like the super flashy stuff like in Tokyo Ghoul and Death Note and stuff like that, you probably won't like Iron Leaguer. <laughs> so, um, yeah. <clears throat> with that, we're going to take another quick break. and we come back, we'll give you our thoughts and history of the game and along with uh, some community events and et cetera, et cetera. So stay tuned. (laughs) 
Welcome back, everyone. Thoughts and history of the game. Bo, we'll start with, with you on this one. <clears throat> okay, yeah. Um, so this is a game I played or discovered through portable pleasure. Like, I had no idea of its existence, and I didn't know the anime either, so... Uh, the, ga uh, the name didn't ring a bell either. Um, the first time I played it, I wasn't really too fond of it. Um, I felt that the characters controlled quite stiff. Um, the mini games took me way too long to beat because how just how they are programmed, I guess. Um, and then, like we said earlier, the, the stupid death maze uh, of stage five started to annoy me after a while. But eventually I got through it. Uh, when I replayed it, I think I did it in preparation for Tiny 10 or something. Because we, we did oh, put yeah, it in Tiny right. 10 one time. Um, I liked it better, for sure. Because I understood more on how to use uh, the ability of the characters. And in what situations you needed uh, to use them in. The minigames were still annoying as hell. Uh, but... <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're just there to annoy you, probably. Um, but yeah, I think this is a really cool concept because it's a, like it's sports, but it's a platformer. You don't really see that very often. Um, like, I guess, like, Itchy and Scratchy Miniature Golf, like, is another platformer that integrates sports elements into it, which is really cool. Um, but of... The games, like, this resembles Tekyu Fight in a way because you also have four characters that you can switch between and you can use their unique abilities to progress through the level. And I think Tekyu Fight is way more polished than this game is. I don't know if it came out later or earlier than this game. Not sure. Uh, I, I would guess later. Uh, seeing how, how much more polished it is. But yeah, I would rather play that game uh, than this game, oh, uh, like, did we, we, I mean, we mentioned Tech Fight, I don't think we did an episode on it, right? Um, Tech Fight came out in 1993. Oh, so it came before this even, yeah, weird that, yeah, because it's probably the same engine, I would assume. Same uh, developer, but published by Banpresto, which, yeah. if you know anything about Japan... <laughs> Yeah. Damn, Presto had his hand in everything. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think Tekyu Fights is a better game in the kind of same genre, like a platformer with multiple characters and, and different abilities. Uh, I would suggest that one before this, but I would suggest to check this one out because a lot of people do really, really like this game. It's for me, it's it's decent enough, but. Uh, I think Tekyu Fight is, is a few steps above it and a lot cleaner to play through. Uh, but yeah, those are those are my thoughts about this game. I uh, I can't remember how I found this game. It was, I was either watching you play it or I just got done playing Tekyu Fight, and I wanted, and then I was went on the exploration of like I typically do. And went and looked for random Japanese platformers to play. And I came across this game, which sounded similar enough to Tekyu Fight. I don't know how I made that work in my head. But <laughs> I made the game sound similar enough to Tekyu Fight. I was like, oh, yeah, I will check it out. And I played it. And I'm like, all right, this game is similar to Tekyu Fight in a way. And then um, 
I played it. I my initial thoughts of it was I didn't I didn't have the manual, so it was really hard for me to understand what what was going on. And my initial thoughts of the game was I'm like, yep, it's a basic platformer. I and the boss fights are really stupid because <laughs> the boss will just go to wherever you are. Like, there's no rhyme or reason to their patterns at all. They just go to where you are and just kick whatever or throw whatever stuff they have at you. Um, but uh, I got to, I got to the, I got to stage two and my kendo guy died because I used the <laughs> kendo guy for everything. And I thought I was stuck. And I was like, well, I'm like, crap. Like, how am I supposed to climb this? Like, I can't jump it. Like, I can't do anything. Like, what the heck? And uh, that was when I realized that you can take away health from a character. I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's like an attribute point. And then I realized that you can give it to a character. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, this game actually has depth to it. <laughs> so <laughs> I, uh, I went from mediocrely not liking the game to almost falling in love with the game as soon as I figured out how just in-depth the game can actually get based off of just health sharing, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, the mini when I first entered the minigames, like I said, I thought they were just minigames. I didn't realize they were necessary minigames. <laughs> so the first time I did it, like I failed the baseball game, and I lost. I had game over. And I was like, like what? Like, this is a minigame. Like, why is this? A- okay. So, um, after a while, I get the hang of the game. I, I started to understand how each unique skill worked in each level, and I kind of just understood the, the flow of the game until I got to the soccer minigame. Uh, then once <laughs> I got to the soccer minigame, I I think I used every swear word in the in my library that I knew in <laughs> multiple languages. I, I, I couldn't do it. I just, I was so mad. Like, it took me almost a half hour just to beat the soccer mini game. And I went from loving the game to being very frustrated with the game. <laughs> and then once I beat it, I was like, oh, that feels good. I finally beat the soccer mini game. Then I got to stage five, and I was stuck in stage five for just as long as the goddamn soccer mini game because of that stupid death maze at the start of stage five. I was like, this is dumb. Like, this went from being probably one of the better Japanese exclusive games that I've played to now I just want to burn this cart because stage <laughs> five is awful and the soccer mini game sucks. <laughs> and it would be okay. It would be fine if the final boss fight was an actual challenge. Like, if the final boss fight was an actual boss fight, that would be fine. But you know what? You know what? The only thing that makes the final boss fight hard is the spikes on the end of the damn platform. That's the only thing that makes the boss fight hard. Otherwise, it reacts just like every other boss in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Use the baseball guy, throw baseballs at him, jump to the other side, throw baseballs at him, you win the game. Like it, Oh, God, I was so frustrated at the end of the game. <laughs> uh, it's still a good game. I still recommend people playing it, but, man, I was so frustrated when I beat the game. Um. I, I do like the game still. I, I, I like most of Sun L's games, honestly. Um, Miracle of East Sparks, Teku Fight. I still can't beat Tekka Man Blade or whatever it's called. But, yeah. That was my issue. 
I didn't know about the anime at all until I uh, did more research for the podcast. Like I assumed it was based off an anime because just by the 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 the, the sheer <coughs> style of the game, you just kind of assume that this was made off of an anime, just like yeah. Ultraman and stuff like that. Um, so, but like I said, I watched a few episodes. And it, it was okay. Um. But uh, yeah, uh, that's where I that's where I, that's where I am with the game. I'm glad I forgot we had it in the Tiny Ten. Yeah, we did. Yeah, because like I said before, there a lot of people really do like this game, and it's also a a fun speed run. Actually, uh, oh, it's it's like fifteen minutes or something like that. Uh, oh, typical Game Boy length for a speed run, I would say. Uh, and with the unique mechanics that this game offers, it's. Uh, it's actually fun to fool around with it, so yeah. Yeah. Uh retro I would assume this game does not have retro treatments. No, this, this one not does not, but Tekken Man Blade has. <laughs> Good luck getting those. <laughs> if you can't even beat the game. Uh, uh, easy uh. game, dude. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh <laughs> Speed run. There, there is a speed run for this game. I don't have the speed run stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think the record stands at like 14 minutes and something uh, at this point. Um, and most of the submissions come from when we did the Tiny, Tiny Ten. ten. Uh, oh. they're, like I said, they're around 15 minutes. So it's not a hard game to learn at all. Oh. So Nirm has the record and it's six years old. Yeah. At fourteen twenty-seven, then Smart Alec Ariel at sixteen twenty-two and sixteen fifty-eight two years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's probably potential to get it down lower if if anybody oh, yeah. wants to put in the time for it. So, yeah, uh, looks like there's only one 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 category, any percent. I don't know how you get more categories out of this. <laughs> no. <laughs> People always find ways. Unless you do, like, base off of per mech. Like, baseball mech only. (laughs) Which would it be? I don't know how you would do, because (laughs) you can't beat the game that way. I don't don't know. Whatever. Um, I'll tell you, this is how often I've signed into speedrun.com. I have 13 notifications of things I need to go through to moderate. Um... Uh, let's see here. Community events time. Yay, community events. Uh, some of the stuff won't be Game Boy exclusive, but you know, we do what we can around here. Uh, we got DeMario. So we got the the Mar ten the Mar the Mario Marathon, the Mar ten, or whatever you want to call it. Uh <laughs> RGL's putting on uh Mario Mario event uh March tenth, so Mario spells it out. Yeah, just go with it. March 10th to March 12th, uh, Mario Marathon. So basically, exclusively all Mario stuff, um, new and old. Uh, I'm uh, I'm actually pretty stoked to do some uh, Mario Golf and Mario Tennis on uh, on Switch. And then we have uh, Retrothon, probably one of my favorite marathons of the year. Uh, April 23rd to April 30th here at Retro Gaming Live TV. I believe submissions are still open. Yeah, but maybe not when this. Well, if you're watching Probably this live, not when yes, this is, but yeah, 
If yeah, you watch that right out, now, gone, you in chat right now, go submit. You listening to this, you missed your shot. Um, hey, that works. Cool. There you go. Look at you. Look at you. Just knowing all the robot commands. <laughs> um, <laughs> I submitted Jazz Jackrabbit again. Like, I don't know what else to submit. Like, the, here's the thing with like, submitting stuff for me now. is like I don't run games, new games. All the games I do run, like other people run and they run better now. So I'm just like, mm. I don't even know what to do. I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> um, not Game Boy related, but retro gaming live uh, related. We have the N64 Sprint reveal, uh, March 18th here on Retro Gaming Live TV, which means they actually found some good N64 games to play. Impossible. That's uh, not possible yeah, at all. I, I don't know how that works. <laughs> you have Banjo Kazooie. Oh, that's and the, game. the list stops there, really. So. <laughs> There's only one good N64, two good N64 games out there. <laughs> Yoshi Story. Oh, boy. And Goldeneye. There's <laughs> only two good N64 games out there. <laughs> <laughs> and we lost all of our followers. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got... Uh, Midwest Speed Fest 2023 coming up April 14th to April 16th. This is um, done by Midwest Speed Fest, and this is actually their last year uh, teaming up with 2DCon, which is a uh, convention that we have here in Minneapolis. Um, so that'll be the last year of those two teaming up together. So Midwest Speed Fest is going to be looking for a little bit of a new home. But if you are in the area, since this is an in-person event, um, if you're watching this live, they are accepting volunteer applications until the end of the day today. So, uh, if you are interested in volunteering or hosting or doing anything of the sort for Midwest Speed Fest that's hosted in Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, go ahead and shoot them off an application. Helix is a pretty cool guy. So, um, Summer Games Done Quick 2023, May 28th to June 4th crazy crazy early yeah um, I, I, just about to say that's really early crazy crazy early um that, that's like not even summer to be honest but yeah. all right it's it's like a month it's a month earlier than normal i'm yeah. assuming it's because um they had to do stuff at the hotel i i think the contract or whatever might have might have came up and Right. Uh, they had they had to do some stuff with the venue, so that might be why it's so early. But uh, May twenty eighth of June fourth, GDQ hosted. Uh, submissions are open until March seventh. I didn't realize submissions were open until today. So <laughs> uh, I don't follow GDQ that close anymore. But uh, submissions are open until March seventh. So get your submissions into SGDQ. I'm assuming it'll be a bit of a hybrid. Maybe they haven't discussed the location yet, so uh, I could potentially see a bit of a hybrid depending on where the location is at. So, um, it's really about all I got for stuff. As you can see, we are here. We're getting into marathon season, so mm -hmm. um, I know Power Up with Pride will probably start thinking about their uh, Power Up with Pride Summer Edition. Um. 
along with other marathons coming down the pipeline. So uh, that's all I got for that. Any questions at all? Yeah. So again, like in our Discord, we don't really have... Uh, oh, well, there went my Discord screen. Okay. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, we, we do have some comments about this game because a lot of people checked this game out when we announced uh, that we're going to do an episode on this. Um, oh, yeah, Lex. I, I knew Lex actually really likes this game. And thank you, Fight, as well. Um, Two-bit crook in our, in our Discord. Uh, was listening to the OST, which uh, which they think it slaps, which is true. It's, yeah, it's, it's a good. really good soundtrack. Uh, Ariel, one of the people who ran this game during Tiny Ten, said this would actually be the perfect video game if it weren't for those stupid mini games. <laughs> yeah, and if Stage Five didn't exist, Stage I guess. Five. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Josh said this is one of his favorite Tiny Ten games that uh, that they've played. So. That's cool. Oh. Um, Other fun fact about this game too. I believe it was in a GDQ at one point in time. Oh wow! Yeah, I do not. I was doing. Remember, some, but... I was doing. I was doing some research. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Casino played through the game. He had some thoughts about, or they had some thoughts about this. That this is a fun one. Far from the best Game Boy platformer, but I liked using all the different characters. Yeah. Absolutely. It feels kind of sacrilegious to say, but I feel like this would be better suited for Game Boy Advance uh, with high re- high resolution and more detailed character sprites. Um, also, bleep that last memorization level and the football minigame. <laughs> uh, also think the, the music is good and try to watch some of the anime, but the character designs are just ugly <laughs> they are they are bad yeah oh yeah it uh neem ran this at agdq 2017 oh there you go yeah took him 16 minutes that's cool i didn't i remember i was, doing, I was like this game was not in gdq <laughs> yeah i do not remember at all but yeah there you go so, yeah that's uh that's about all we had from our discord at least so uh Unless there's still questions lingering in the live chat here. Uh, we can move on to our amazing outro, like always. Our very well-scripted outro. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. If you have any thoughts and suggestions, I just started reading like by the audience. If you, the <laughs> audience, have any thoughts and suggestions... For the podcast, please let one of us know. Uh, we're always here to try to make the podcast better for not only us, but you all too, that you all listen to it. Um, make it as entertaining as we can. Like I said, like we put put a bit of time into the live stream now to make things flow a lot easier for us and get things up and running a lot faster as well. We got chat working fi- or chat working finally over there on the on the right hand side. Um, so I finally got that up and running. So it's just, uh, we're trying to get things up and better and looking better production wise. And, uh, if you have any ideas on all that we can do to do better, or if you're liking some of the stuff we do already and just want to give us, you know, a pat on the back we're we're definitely all ears for that. I love pats on the back. Um, and you can DM it to us via Twitter, discord, 
chat it to us in our Twitch chat. Um, there's a hundred different ways you can get a hold of us. So, but uh, you can find me, E Bloody Candy, on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, uh, just at E Bloody Candy. Uh, you can find our awesome, wonderful producer, Sprinty Legs, um, Sprinty Legs on Twitch and Twitter, Legs on YouTube, and then check out her um, project website, www.sprintylegs.com, where you can actually find the Game Boy database and the Game Boy manual project that we are forever working on. And uh, since I know Legs is going to listen to this, start accepting my goddamn manual submissions. <laughs> Um, where can they find you, Mo? Uh, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube for gaming-related stuff, like the live streams or, or the videos. And Twitter, I usually just use for announcing when I go live, uh, or giving like very short comic reviews when I finished reading a comic. Um, you can also find me on uh, Instagram, which is more non-gaming related i would guess it's just just whatever i come up with or whatever i add to my collection and things like that so uh not that i post super often or anything uh i don't have that much to say really i'm i'm a pretty boring person to begin with but uh yeah that's more just pictures of stuff i get so uh yeah that's that's all i have when it comes to socials Unless you want to right. add me on LinkedIn for my professional profile, which also no. <laughs> I mean, don't then, add me on LinkedIn. Yeah, don't. <laughs> I, I hate LinkedIn. It's. It, I think it's one of the worst platforms there is. But uh, I have it because I have to have one. That's the indeed, only reason yeah. I have one. <laughs> <laughs> if if you are working for a company, you need one. So, yeah. Plus, I I have like I'm communications what would you call an officer, employee, whatever. I do the communication. Yeah, I don't know what you, you can call it 700 different things, but I'm in charge for communication uh, for my company, both Sir, internally man. and externally. So, of course, I have to use uh, LinkedIn. So, officer. But I hate it. <laughs> I don't know. What are you going to call it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there is, I mean... It's like this. I wear too many hats to have just one title at my job. Uh, true. Yeah, well, that's why over there it's just called communications. Well, see, <laughs> I do just do more than. Like, I do communications, but I do front end development. I do systems administration. I do network administration. I do building maintenance. I do. Like, I, there's the, the hat just keeps stacking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like when they like it's always funny when someone asks me like, oh, so what do you do here? Well, where where do I begin? Yeah. By day, by day, this is my title, but actually what I do here is <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah. So it it's all like communications is just a lot of things. Like it's social media manager, it's it's uh content copywriter it's uh, whatever like it's just a title (laughs) (laughs) true true at the end of the day it's just a title yeah um well yeah now you know what 
Mo and I do for a living. <laughs> sure. We just don't we don't get the hot Twitch bucks like most people think we do. No. <laughs> uh, we gotta live. <laughs> we do. We do have a Patreon, so if you do want to monetarily support the uh, the podcast, we do have a Patreon where you can be a patron. Um, and there are multiple tiers. We we still need to talk about tiers, but um, <laughs> but uh, so the tier the tiers give you access to premieres of Haunt Hunter whenever uh, Mo and I get opportunities to record Haunt Hunter. Uh, Haunt Hunter is a uh, let's play a horror series of Mo and I basically trading trading times of playing horror games. So um, the most recent was the Game Boy fishing horror game that Mo played, and the time before that was Yamawari Night Alone, which is what I played. So, uh, so we take turns playing horror games. It's up on my YouTube. So. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're subscribed to me, you'll see it whenever new ones go up. Uh, but you get first access, first premiere at those. Get to see uh, some of the reactions. You get to see like probably the more realistic side of EBC and Mo as well, since we don't use our aliases for anything in yeah. Hot Hunters. Um, I think it's pretty pretty raw when it comes to that stuff. Um, <clears throat> we also have. A PayPal, which PayPal is cool, but kind of sucks because we can't tie PayPal to anything. So if subscribing is not your thing, because everything in this world is is just is just a giant subscription at this point. Uh, and if you do give us some money through PayPal, please let one of us know so we can thank you and reward you and all that because we just can't tie anything into PayPal. Um, we also have a merch store. Merch.thisisgameboy.com. Go get yourself a sweet a sweet t-shirt, a coffee mug. Um, I guess all we have up there right now. I know Mo is working on a new shirt design. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get stickers. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're getting some stuff figured out and hopefully added to the merch store before long. Um, if money's not a tough thing to come by because... You know, money is hard, especially having to go, having gone through, you know, the peak of the pandemic and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, just list, listening to the podcast, watching us on Twitch or watching it on YouTube and giving us a five star rating on all of your podcast things that you listen to. Uh, not four stars. OK, we'll live with the four star. Anything below a four, just, you know, round up to a four or five and uh, <laughs> talk about how good the podcast is. Uh, that gives us a ton of support and a ton of recognition, so uh, it boosts the podcast even more um, than we could ever imagine. So, um, yeah, did I miss anything? Perfect outro. Uh, well, you, the only thing is you can find all of this on our website, which is oh, yeah. this is gayboy uh, which is the easiest way to access everything you would need. Yeah. Uh, oh. oh. We do have one more thing I forgot to add into the notes. So Game Boy Jam, I don't have a lot of detail on this yet. Right. But I gotta I gotta start plugging it. <clears throat> Game Boy Jam. Oh my god, I talk to people too much. I need to stop talking to people. <laughs> um There we go. So Game Boy Show Game Boy Showdown. 
Game Boy Showdown 2023 will be running mid-May. Uh, it's a game jam that will be featured on itch.io. Uh, last year it had between 40 and 50 entries. Uh, and we're and, uh, Tronimal is trying to make it a bigger thing this year. So if you are into uh, Game Boy development, wanting to get into Game Boy development, there is a sweet piece of software out there called Game Boy Studio. I believe they're in the third iteration of it right now. It's super easy to make something. Go play around with it. Go submit it. It doesn't have to be a masterpiece. Just do it to have fun. Um, let's see here. It'll be kind of overlapping a little bit with SGDQ. Uh, so it'll be a little bit of a weird thing in there. Get some speedrunners involved with it. But uh, we want to get a, a signal boost out there going for that. As, I'll, as, I, as I get more information, I'll let more of you know. Um, but I do think um, Mo and I will probably do a bit of an episode after the jam is or the showdown is done. Or we'll go over some <laughs> of the the big games, the big takeaways, and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll we'll probably because these episodes always release later than we record them, of course. Yeah. But uh, I'll make sure uh, to use our uh, Twitter account to. Uh, let people know what's what's going on. Uh, well, Signal once we boost. got more information, yeah. Oh. All right. Oh, I like the next game. It's my favorite Wario game. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the next time you hear from Mo and I, we'll be talking about Super Mario Land Three, Wario Land, not yeah. Super Mario Land Two, not that dog shit game, Mario <laughs> Land Three. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we've done a Super Mario Land episode either. Did no, we? I wanted it. No, because right. no, we were going to do Mario in all, th- in all three shots. We're going to do a trilogy run of it. Oh, yeah. But, but. I mean, uh, th- there had been going some... <laughs> wow, yeah, that's a sentence <laughs> that I can best start over again. Uh, people were talking in our Discord uh, channel about... Wario Land. So oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, you know what? Let let just let just do an episode on it because uh, it's a popular game that more people know for sure, and uh, it's very fun to talk about because True. I think it marked well, it it marked a true creation of the Wario character, uh, which in my opinion is the best character that ever came out of the Mario franchise. So. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fun to talk about that one. The Waluigi fans are up in arms right now. <laughs> I don't play Mario Tennis, so I don't know Waluigi. Uh, the Waluigi fans are up in arms right now. There are <laughs> fire and pitchforks everywhere right now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Wario Land 1, where, where it all started basically for Wario. So... <clears throat> And that'll be that'll be in this is March, so April. Yeah, we'll be in April, indeed. Yep. I don't even, I don't even know what my light episode is going to be on yet. Maybe I'll do more Bible games. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, tis the season, you know. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> what is it? Lent right now? Is that the I word don't. in English? I don't. I don't know. Before I'm Easter, not. yeah, like we have a completely different word for it, so I don't, I don't know what it's called in English. Actually, well, I do know, but I can't come up with it right now. I, 
I don't know what we're in right now. I'm not Christian, so <laughs> I don't fo- I don't follow it. <laughs> Somebody um, will know what it is. I don't. I don't know. Someone, someone will correct us. There'll be yeah. a giant YouTube comment. <laughs> well, you know, but yeah, okay, we get it. <laughs> but uh, so yeah. Until next time. Thank you all for watching this live. Thank you all for watching it on YouTube. Thank you all for listening on your desired podcast platform. We appreciate you all. And until next time. See ya. See y'all later. I still don't know. I like you told me a thousand times what our music's from, and I still never remember. <laughs> Action Man on Game Boy Color. Yeah. Game Boy Podcast using a Game Boy Color sound or intro. <laughs> yeah. And we had and we had a Game Boy Advanced music tribute to open up the episode. <laughs> what has life become? <laughs>